tote bag, and I got that big date energy in Arthur. Hell yeah. I'm down of it. I want to tell us about tell us about this big date. I went on a big date. You can tell I'm on a date because I'm a, an adult man wearing a sweater. That's how you know I'm on a date. I'm wearing a gr- I went I went shopping today. I got a fucking haircut. I got a new fit. And I'm fucking feeling good, and things fucking went well. Like, just like, well. Like, vibing. Just straight. That's excellent. Just straight vibing with this young lady. It was fucking incredible. That's that sweater magic, dude. It truly is. I, I felt a touch overdressed. She had, like, a, she had like a denim jacket with patches and shit. She was all fucking cool and young, and I felt like a million years old in my sweater. <laughs> but, uh, but... Why... Why did why the sweater? What I don't know. That? Like, okay, so I was thinking uh, uh, from her uh, dating profile, she wears a lot of like prints and patterns and shit. And I thought I would go with a solid, just so it wasn't like the two of us weren't too loud together visually. Ah, uh, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and so I, I went with the with the sweater, and maybe I could have gone with a graphic tee. Probably could have gone with a graphic tee. But I went sweater, and I don't regret it because I, I felt comfortable and warm all night. It was fucking excellent. There you go. We got, what about flannel? You into flannel? I thought about a flannel. I really did. I, I seriously considered it, but I didn't find any um, any colors and patterns that I that I was into today. Yeah. Yeah. I went looking at unnamed retail establishment for my employee discount. Because uh, that's my strategy in the cold months. Because the flannel, it just looks like, it looks like a button-down shirt. Sure. You know? From like a distance, it's like that person's put together. Look at their, they had to put several buttons together. <laughs> but in reality, it's just a big soft sweater. It's fucking awesome. Yep. Yep. Uh, things went well. She's a gamer, a gamer, if you will. And uh, I know it's real because she added me on PlayStation Network. So that's real. Yeah, that's that's big. You know, you don't. Uh, you don't do that if you're like, oh man, I didn't like that person. Exactly. I think it's a fuck. It all bodes well. Fuck yeah! How it does? How was your Tuesday, Denovan? I had my second therapy appointment. Hell yeah, that's been going well. But then right before this, I had to take a nap. I got that like wake up confusion. Oh, yep. Arthur was texting me, saying it was time to record, and I was like having trouble you know, typing my response back <laughs> and I fell asleep again with my phone in my hand, like that kind of just out of it. So then I finally kind of get up, but then Picky shows up and curls up like right on top of my stomach, which is a big rare and she's rumbling. And so I was scratching a little cat ears mm-hmm. and I was like, shit, man, if I move, she's never going to do this again. So I got to at least, I got to reinforce this by chilling for a little bit. hundred percent. Giving her some cat some cat pats. I am 100% there uh, for that, for you reinforcing your bond with your with your familiar. You gotta, you gotta do it. Cause she, she, I don't know, since I've been back after that trip, she's been very, she's been very sweet recently. Aww. Absence does make the heart grow fonder, and that applies to animals too. Well, sir, I think it's time we begin the Reddit question portion of our comedy relationship advice podcast, Radio Free Tote Bag. It's a show about relationships. What do you say about that? <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. I like that. <laughs> My pussy vibrates 
when I'm high. Am I the only one? That was posted by Now Exciting. A scant 46 minutes ago, she's she just she just toked up. She's sitting there at the computer and she she's like <laughs> Maybe I ask Reddit about this. <laughs> I hear in a couple other people are throwing in the comments. I don't know it makes sense my balls tingle when I'm high. Sure. Everything seemed like vibrating when I'm high. Three crying laughing emojis. <laughs> so does my dick, LMAO. I don't know what these people are talking about. I have no idea. I, Do you know what they're talking no, about? No, I've never experienced it. And I have, I have experimented with a number of autoerotic uh, sort of uh, positions and situations and, and, and modes when I was uh, a, a regular cannabis user. And I have never encountered anything of the sort. But it does not seem that she is the only one. No, a lot of all these folks coming in hot like, yeah, that's a thing. If you're out there listening to the show and that's a thing, throw it in a question box. Telling about, tell us about uh, your vibrating genitalia. Yes. Uh, we can take a little survey. <laughs> oh, man. User so tatted 27 says, this is hot. Tell me more. This is not the place. So tatted 27. I'll call you out yeah, on we're that. Just talking about vibrating genitalia, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. With your horniness. Because I feel that, I don't know, you smoke, the the sexual activity sensation gets gets a little more intense. I feel that. Yep. You know, adds something to it. But I, I definitely don't feel like, you know, my my balls have got like little dual shock motors in them. <laughs> no, like. And they're just like popping around. No, I definitely want to like eat a couple edibles and like bone in the living room. Like that's the kind of mode that I want to get into, but it's nothing, nothing, uh, uh vibrational i don't i don't feel the earth move under my taint like it yeah, doesn't man i'm not we're missing out this is bullshit <laughs> yeah right maybe it's fucking people in here <laughs> maybe it's uh you know i was mostly into indicas maybe it's a sativa thing <laughs> <laughs> there's fucking people who like oh dude you've been tr- you're trying the wrong you don't like weed you're trying the wrong one you gotta try the the sativa one. oh your fucking genitals aren't vibrating? Dude, you gotta be smoking the sativas, dude. Because the indicas are not vibrating genitals. The sativas do give you the vibrating That's genitals. right. They'll couch, like uh, an indica will couch lock your cock. <laughs> it literally can't move. It's just stuck in one position. In one but it's space. not like hard. It's just stuck in the it's stuck in the flaccid position. Exactly. But like frozen solid. I was thinking about yeah. I was thinking about it being stuck at a certain point in space, so you try to walk away and you just yang. <laughs> You're just stuck by by your penis to this point in space. Yep. Anchored to it. Yeah. That's cock lock. Dude. That's cock lock. Indica cock lock. Man, I want to go to the kitchen. Can't cock locked. Fucking stuck. So you got to switch to that sativa. That's, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And it sounds like it sounds like that's what you're saying now. Exciting. You've been hitting the good good. No, you got those vibrating genitals and not the couch lock genitals. So apparently you're not the only one. You know, good for you. Uh, you're all you're all lucky bastards. Because I, I don't. I. I don't get anything cool like that. <laughs> that's that's a shame. 
Oh, wait, no, actually, because, I mean, I don't really smoke because I get a lot of anxiety from it, and that makes me shaky. Okay. So how about that? My whole body gets vibrating because I'm, I'm having an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, top that. Your fucking genitals are shit. My whole body's shaking. You fucking, you fucking nerds. <laughs> fucking amateurs. My fight or flight response has gripped my entire corpus and is you know, requires me to tremble. You know, fuck you. That's so much better than what you got going on. <laughs> oh, it sucks. It sucks. It's not great. No. I've had uh well so so you got the legal you got the legal weed here. Sure. And so you can go to the store and be like, "Hey, I want things that's you know, that, something that does not give me anxiety." Yeah. You can get stuff that's mostly CBD with like a tiny bit of THC in it. That's that's the only stuff I'll go for cuz that'll knock me out at nighttime. Sure. If I'm uh you know, that's kind of like my sleeping pills not doing it. That's kind of like the last ditch. The bad place is when that doesn't work either. Mm. So you're in between that, like, sleepiness space, but you're also fucking stoned. Because you overdid it trying to pass out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I had I had a little bit of that last night, and it's just not, it's not pleasant. That sounds harsh as fuck, <sighs> my guy. Yeah, trapped in the upside down. <laughs> fucking no good. <laughs> I've I've had it. Good. I've had the thing uh, where you're just like you're vibing so hard and you're playing video games and you're just pounding bowl after bowl, and uh, before you realize that it's five thirty in the morning, and you look outside and the sun's <laughs> coming up and you have no desire to sleep at all, like because you're getting yeah. that intense cannabis uh, stimulant effect. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That makes for a great day of working at the at the. You know what? It wasn't the unnamed retail establishment. I worked for Kroger. So I would go in and fucking stock shelves just off no sleep and just still baked. It was fucking awful. (laughs) It sounds absolutely miserable. I could not handle the anxiety of like the sun coming up and knowing that's on the horizon. Yeah. Walking walking down the chip aisle to go to the fucking uh, to the time clock in the back of the store and just the colors of the neatly arranged bags of chips just, like, <laughs> passing by you like you're a fucking starship. Stop it! <laughs> the fucking scene at the end of 2001. Yeah, exactly! Oh, <laughs> uh, it was raw. Ah, to be young again. It was a fucking nightmare, man. Yep, not a fan. What were we talking about? Vibrating genitals? We were. We were. Then... Then, uh, and then highness. Okay, so you're good, pussy vibrator. You're great. Fucking rules. I'm happy for you. None of you have a problem. That's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Just flick that bean. Ah, man. I don't mean to keep going on this about this. But weed is so weird because it's, it's, you know, it's blown up so much. Yeah. Like, especially out in the legal states like this, everybody fucking smokes. Everybody's always offering you smoke when you're at a party. And it's weird because to me, for the most part, that's an instant anxiety attack. Sure. And so seeing all these people, it's like, it's it's like a it's like a fucking bizarro world. Right. Like I almost don't believe that these people can pos- like possibly be having a good time when clearly they are. Right. You know. Ah, that's weird, man. It's wild for me with my brain chemistry because I have a full on fucking manic episode when I smoke now. 
which means which means I don't smoke now. <laughs> like I just can't yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. Uh, so I see all these people, and I like you know I'm in favor of legalization. You know it's bullshit that folks are going to prison over this shit. Uh, but it's like you know like the world's passing me by. You know, feels weird. Exactly. Nah, that's that's what I'm talking about out here. Because you tell people, like, oh, yeah, like, I moved out to Oregon. They're like, oh, like, fucking weed's legal. How's that? And it's like, I, I've bought weed twice right. in the almost year I've been here. <laughs> I still have that same weed. <laughs> I had somebody come over because somebody just gave me, like, a fucking quarter, which in college, that would have been, like, incredible. Yeah. What you know, the like, fuck? You dreamed about that yeah. shit. And I was just like, oh, Nice, thanks. And then put it in a drawer and then forgot about it for <laughs> sure, six months. Yeah. And then somebody was in town and I asked if I had any weed. And I was like, oh, I have, like, here, just take all of this. <laughs> they were like, I'm what? I never use this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking strange, dude. It's a... Bad, bad, uh, bad timing, but. I don't know. Good timing. The fucking stop it. I think me, I would end up smoking way too much if I if I liked it. So oh my god! I think it does kind of it does kind of work out. I had a friend who one time told me that like if anyone could overdose on weed, it's you. How do you mean like smoke enough that you would die? Yeah, like that's what he was saying. Like if you like if you ever had access to like like say oh. say there was a fluid that was just THC. And you drink it, and it's just THC. <laughs> you would drink enough to die. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck! I forgot you were you were old Stony Arthur back. Oh my day. god, I was a complete Stony Pony. I like, yeah, I was uh, I was wake and bake for like a solid two and a half years. Fucking eh. yeah, a couple years. Like I spent a couple years stoned. And that's I mean, same, honestly, but my freshman year, and it's it's weird to even talk about, because looking back, it's like, uh, well, part of it is like, man, I completely shat the bed on classes and stuff. Like, sure. it was good that the anxiety came up and stopped me, because then I got my shit together. Uh, but the other part is like, damn, like, I can't, ima- I can't imagine being that person. I can't imagine being around that person. Right. I mean, you know what unless, I mean? Like, unless I, you two were a stony pony. Because I had, like, folks around me that were also, like, you know, doing that kind of lifestyle. So we would just, like, like blaze and play Street Fighter for 11 hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a weird, that's a weird thing. I know a ton of people that it just turns off like that, too. Yeah. You're one of them. Or, ha- or have to stop doing it because it starts, you know making things bad it's a it's a weird phenomenon yeah strange i think maybe like each person has a different amount of lifetime cannabis that they can smoke before you know the terrors Uh, before the terror sets in (laughs) yeah then you hit that limit and it's fucking all over that's right i hit i hit that terror pretty quickly we had our we had our year of uh of uh stupid ass stony times and now the terror has saved me again. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, kind of grateful for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, same. <laughs> like, uh, I had, I had a bit more of an extreme encounter with the terror. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, th- I think I'm better off not being baked every opportunity that I have to be baked, you know? 
Yeah, I am a million percent better off. So moderation, remember, folks. Like, it's moderation. Yeah, that's that's the lesson out of this. Uh, and then whatever we said about vibrating genitalia. <laughs> okay, I'm sick of talking about stupid ass fucking weed shit, bro. Four twenty, <laughs> blaze it. We're done. Never talk about it again. We'll probably talk. But we will talk about this. My 24FBF30M is starting to ask me to dress more revealingly than I want. Mm. We've been dating for three years. I've moved in recently to his house since we spent most of our time there anyway. And it was stupid to pay rent on my apartment too. I think we'll eventually want to get married, but I'm not in a hurry. And neither is he. He rushed into a marriage before, and it ended in a bad divorce. Over the last couple of months, he started to encourage me to wear shorter dresses or show more cleavage and more booty when we go out or people are coming over to the house. He's been buying me clothes that are what he, that are what, what, are what he wants me to wear. I know this sounds stereotypical, but he has a poker night every other week. His buddies come over and they drink and play, he started saying I should wear a cocktail dress to make the night seem more like a casino. <laughs> I, I agreed at first, but it just seems weird. I agreed at first, and now I think I'm in a hole here where I can't go back. I like to dress and feel good, but this has been an escalation, I think. How do I de-escalate without being a bad girlfriend? TLDR, BF is pressuring me to dress more revealing me than I want to, and I'm uncomfortable now. That was posted by Throwaway GF. Uh, I think it starts with just not doing it, right? Yeah. So, like, you're getting ready to go out for a night, and you show up wearing, like, I don't know, a hoodie and jeans. <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, babe, what about that uh, What about that outfit I got you? Like, oh, I threw it in the fucking garbage because I don't like it. <laughs> I threw it away. I gave it a Goodwill. You know? Yeah, or just or just being like, I, you know, I, I don't feel like wearing that, like kind of putting your foot down. Sure. Yeah. Because I, I, I can I, I can see feeling bothered by this. Absolutely. Because on one hand, there's nothing wrong with dressing like that. But like you want to be in the mood, you know, you want to I assume you, you want to wear that like when you want to, not when your partner's kind of foisting it upon you. Absolutely. Because not everybody's trying to dress sexy all the time, you know? Yeah. A lot of people aren't always in that mode. Um, I like, and I, I kind of get, you know, being, being a partner here, uh, you know, and wanting that sometimes, but the way he's going about it and especially wearing the cocktail dress, yeah, he's got his buddy over and they're playing poker. It's just, it's, it's weird. And like, what's the word I'm looking for? Objectifying. Here? She's yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Like she's, he, he's showing off, you know, his woman as if she, you know, this is just look at this hot girl that I'm with. Yeah. Nobody wants nobody wants to be that. That's not what your fucking partner wants. Uh, so you're totally justified. This seems weird because it is weird. You're totally justified in feeling like this. And uh, yeah, I, you definitely got to push back. You know, <laughs> see if you can get him to understand why this is this is shitty of him. Uh, user RM Rick Zero, possibly RM Rico. Says, tell him you want him to dress in booty shorts and a mesh tank top because mama wants some eye candy. 
<laughs> but seriously, you're not a bad girlfriend because you don't jump to his demands. Dress in a way that makes you feel comfortable. If he wants you to wear something else, you're free to say no thanks, and it doesn't make you a bad girlfriend. And that's that's really where I want to zero in because your big question is, how do I de-escalate without being a bad girlfriend? And I think there is a way for you to, like, you know, uh, if you burned his house down because of this, that would make you a bad girlfriend. But if you just put <laughs> – if you put your foot down and just say, like, no, I like, I don't, you know, like, thank you for the clothes, you know, meh, diplomatic approach. I don't want to wear this. But I don't, yeah, don't, don't want to wear, wear this right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to wear it right now. I definitely don't want to wear it for your weird poker buddies so that the house feels more like a casino. Weird. <laughs> weird. Not cool. She's she's a piece of fucking decor to make the uh to give the casino vibe. Right. Ugh. It's so fucking slimy. Yeah. So you're not this no way, like Arthur said, no way of handling this short of, you know, blowing the dude's house up would make you a, a bad girlfriend. He's being a fucking bad boyfriend here. Yep. Um, oof. And I mean, and maybe giving him the benefit of the doubt, maybe he doesn't realize like how objectifying he, he's being. Mm. Um, but if you go to, if you tell him, Hey, I don't want to do this. And he pushes back and gets, and gets, you know, upset about that. Or, you know, is really pushy about you wearing these things. Then he is the fucking bad partner in this. And, this is already a red flag. I think that would be the point where you're like, okay, maybe I should get the hell out of this. Yep, that would be the horns uh, because that's a potentially dangerous situation where you start to control what you're wearing and then it's only a matter of time before he controls who you talk to and then he controls your whole life. Not great. Don't do that. Right. And that's how, and that's how they do this. They, they sneak it in. You know, slowly through through smaller things like this. Not that this is necessarily a small thing, but through steps, you know. Right. They don't go, you know, immediately. You can't talk to this, this, and this person. You're going to wear this. You're going to do this and this. But they kind of abusive, like controlling people like that, kind of throw it to you in steps and see what they can get away with. Mm-hmm. And then keep pushing until, yeah, like you said, they're at the point where they're you know, they're trying to tell you who, who you can and cannot see or talk to. Yep. Um Again, that's not a hundred percent chance. This is what's happening here. Again, you know, if giving the dude the benefit of the doubt, which I think is pretty generous in this case, mm-hmm. I do get the sense that this dude is controlling and shitty. Maybe he does. He does not realize it. Just likes how you look that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you put your foot down, he's like, "Oh, like no, or you know, sorry about that." I'd still keep an eye out for this kind of behavior. Um, but again, if there's any pushback from him. Especially if he calls you a bad girlfriend or starts turning it around on you, yep. get the fuck out of there. Yep. That is the that is the early warning sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, three years is not so long to just walk away. Like you're gonna live. You're 24 years old. You're fine. Great, doing great. So uh, keep an eye on this. Monitor this situation. Uh, put your foot down and bounce if you need to. Easy peasy. The last thing, too, is just since we brought all that up, I'd be kind of searching your mind and examining the relationships if this is if there's other things like this that have been going on, you know, with him being controlling about who you talk to or, or really anything else. Because he said this has just been the past couple of months. So that, that's where I'm coming from in the uh, 
given him the benefit that doubt sense. Maybe right. it's completely normal up to this point, and this has come around. You know, that is a possibility. And maybe he's just um, thinking out loud. You know, just kind of like, wow, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I have my buddies over. Maybe, maybe if you wore like a cocktail dress, it could be like a cool window dressing thing. Because our culture is, uh, <laughs> you know, so objectifying of women that it just becomes like background noise. Like you don't even, yes, you don't even realize when it's happening a lot of the time. Right. Uh, as a man in this culture, uh, so yeah, I I think that's fair. Uh, so you give him, give him, you know, make a move. You find uh, any resistance to that, that's a big, big, bad sign. Right. And if other stuff like this has been going on in the past, though, then that shit is related, and I would I would also get the hell out. Straight up. But, so, if you put your foot down, though, he's receptive to it, and he's not, you know, not shitty, I would try to articulate, like, why this is, you know, why you're not okay with this, why this is objectifying, and, uh, you know, maybe you can get him to understand, um, but just gut feeling here reading this. I think this dude is a controlling weirdo. I do not think this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. That's just where I'm placing my bets. Sad to say. Sad to say. But I think you're right. Well, this this next question is, is such a fucking wild ride. That I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited. <laughs> so here it comes. My 38M. Wife, 37F, had an affair. I became friends with her affair partner's wife. My wife is mad. (laughs) (laughs) We've been married 11 years. Last year, my wife had an affair. She also lied about it when I became suspicious. It went on for three months, and I guess she felt guilty, so she ended things. Then, six weeks after it had ended... The other man's wife found out and contacted me. I stayed with my wife, but it was touch and go for a while. My wife and the other man have absolutely no contact anymore. In fact, things ended very badly between them. Plus, my wife was furious that he had admitted the affair affair to his wife, which led to me finding out. Quick recap. Wife goes and fucks this dude. Uh... Things and poorly uh, tells, you know, a fair partner tells wife, wife reaches out to this guy who's writing the questions. We're all clear? Great. Other man's wife and I leaned on each other a lot for support and to get through the pain. We were both absolutely blindsided. It's not physical in any way or romantic at all. It's just friendship and it allowed us to work through the upheaval. It's been a year now, and we still touch base about once a month. We don't talk much about the affair anymore. This infuriates my wife, and she has now said, if I don't give up this friendship, then our marriage is over. Does this seem reasonable? I wouldn't even know this other woman if it weren't for her cheating on me. TLDR, wife had an affair. I became friends with the other man's wife. Now my wife says I have to choose. And that was posted by Do Lingonberry Eight. <laughs> oh my god, this rules! Dude. It's incredible, this is fucking hilarious! It's incredible. Ah, uh, ah, uh, it is because fucking, especially like remorseless fucking cheaters like this. Yeah, right. Where it sounds like that's what this is. It would have continued, except for things ended poorly for her. 
And now she's trying to kind of keep you keep you in the pocket. It sounds like I'm surprised you stuck around for this. Um, I, I would guess that she's suspicious, you know, of you and this other woman, because mm-hmm. uh, she because she fucking cheated on you, and so you know she <laughs> she knows that that like that can happen, or she thinks that you know that's something that that you would do too. Mm-hmm. And now the shoes on the other foot, and she's fucking wigged out about it. Um. But this, but this other person, you know, that's that's a valuable kind of thing to have been able to build a friendship over that, and to get through that time because that's that's a fucking you know it's a difficult thing to go through, um, and it, it's important to have somebody like that and like who better to discuss it than you know the other person who is who was directly directly affected, um. I, like, I get why the wife is mad here. Like, why OP's wife is sure. is mad here. Because um, I'm sure that's uncomfortable. But like, but it's her doing. Like, this yeah. is all because she went and cheated on you. I, my whole thing I'm coming down to is the why are you still with this woman? Why are you still with your, with your wife here? She sounds... She, I don't see anything in there about reconciliation process regaining trust you know you say it was touch and go for a while i mean what and then you just kind of settled back into it yeah i don't i don't understand how you're still with this person there is a saying uh as popularized by the canadian television program letter kenny if she cheats it's over uh but i don't strongly agree I don't fully agree because like, okay. Uh, uh, I take the Dan Savage, uh, approach to this. It's like some people, uh, are just like, just a little, just a little hoier. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just want to fuck just a little bit. And if you have a good thing going with somebody, but one of the people involved in the thing is just a little hoey then maybe you introduce a little bit of extracurricular activity for the sake of maintaining the relationship, which is, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly radical, I'll say extremely radical relationship dynamic proposal. Um, but some people are just kind of wired like that, where they want to, you know, you, you run into these guys that are just like, uh, I'm going to be single forever because I have to, you know, hop around and, you know, if I'm not constantly on the hunt, then I'm not in a good place. So like relationships don't work for them. But what if they find somebody that they really like and that they really click with and that things are good other than the fact that they want to fool around with other people. So you come to some sort of arrangement that allows that to happen. So that's an arrangement. That is different than I agree. I agree. I agree. So she, like, if we were in a freer world, in a world where uh, people could more easily communicate these things to each other, if there was more of a script for it, too, um, then maybe she could have come to him and been like, hey, I met this guy, and, like, I don't know, I kind of want to fuck him. You know, you can feel right. you can feel one way or the other about that, uh, but that's a thing that she wants. Like, she clearly wanted that. But she also, based on the fact that she's still sticking around after the whole debacle took place, she also wants this. Right? Right. So, 
I think there's a way that you can give a partner an oops and be like, okay, that was that was an enormous breach of trust. I don't like that at all. Um, but you can still love each other and you can still maintain a relationship after that. I, I'm not in the if if she cheats, it's over camp. I I 100% could not do that. It's, ex- I'm, it's extremely I, I, difficult. I'm not even... Maybe in a certain case, I would be open to having an open relationship, but I'd have to do that from off the bat. Right. And it would have to be what you're talking about. We're like, that's that's both what we're looking for, but like value kind of the, the relationship time with each other. Right. Um, but if I, if I was with somebody for 11 years and then completely behind my back, they're having an affair with a guy for three months, and the only reason... I ever found out about it is because the other guy told his wife and she reached out to me. Like my wife didn't say jack shit about that. Then fuck that person, dude. I would be, I would be out of there immediately. I I don't again, it it wigs me out. I mean, you know, maybe he's just not trying to type too many details, but I stayed with my wife, but it was touch and go for a while. Mm -hmm. Like what is, what does that mean? You know, it doesn't sound like she's ever, you know, made any amends or even tried to explain the behavior or like apology. There's, yeah. there's nothing in there. I, I get it. Just sense. sounds to me like you just kind of fell back into this, right? Because it's yeah. been eleven years. It's hard to end, you know, a marriage, especially that long. You got like a life built around that. Maybe the easier road, just in terms of, uh, just in terms of like logistics, is is to kind of stick together and try to ride it out, right? Um, I can't. I could not fucking do that though, and I don't understand how anybody can do that. I get the sense that the phrase "but it was touch and go for a while" means that there were at least a few mornings where one of them said "good morning" to the other, and the other person just went "fuck you," you know, like <laughs> <laughs> touch and go. Yeah. What a what a weird way to to describe to describe this. I I like the phrase "touch and go." Because I think it means, like, it has to be consistently monitored and taken care of and looked after. Gotcha. That, like, you know, it was not, a, it was not good for a while. Um, but they, I, I get the sense that they've made some kind of amends to each other. Or that she's made some kind of amends to him uh, for the breach of trust. Uh, the, the big question here is, is the... Is the cheater wife, like, justified in telling this man uh, to abandon his war buddy? You know what I mean? Like, they've, like, him and this other woman have been through the shit together. And I don't know what's happening on the other side of the front. But, like, they were helpful to each other. And he's managed to, like, he's managed to not throw you out of the fucking house and divorce you. Like, I think you should be fucking grateful that you're still sticking around with this relationship if it has any value for you. Um, Very good point. Uh, I think you should be extremely grateful and let him be friends with whoever the fuck he wants. The only reason he knows this woman is because you fucked her husband. <laughs> exactly. And potentially the only reason that this relationship is still functioning is because he had that person to lean on right. and talk through this shit about with and kind of vent about um you know that he that he would not have had yeah so yeah I'm, I, this is i think this is completely unreasonable 
I think it's reasonable in the sense that I understand why she's upset. But also, again, fuck you. You cheated on your husband. If you want him to stick around, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be cool with this friendship. Again, you know, this is assuming that it is actually not physical anyway or romantic. Yeah. Right. Right. If, but I, I, if it I, is, I, counter I'll take fuck dude's you. Word on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, counterfuck you in the case that this is just another cheating situation. But if if this is just if this is just a friendship, no, I don't I don't think that's reasonable. No. And uh her, you know, threatening to end the end the marriage over it. And just fucking do it. Just end then it. Then just end it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh you would have the grounds. I mean, like even from a legal standpoint, infidelity is a legal standing for separation in most states is my understanding. If your partner cheats on you, you can fucking have legal grounds for divorce, and that'll turn up good in court. So you've got that in your back pocket. Yeah. So if you want to stay with this person and you actually like forgive them, you've thought this through. You're not just doing this because this is kind of the easy, easy thing to do. Or you know, if it is the easy thing to do, and you just don't have the capacity to to not take that route. Um. You, if you like, if you have to stick in this situation for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like maybe financially or like mental health wise or health wise or something, like this this relationship is foundational enough to this guy's life that he can't he can't just uh, leave it. Well, that's a horrible power dynamic. Now that I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if in. there's a big barrier to it. Uh, if you're if you're here because you want to i guess is what i'm saying then i would i would talk to her and articulate like why this person it, it just a part is a part of your support system mm. um and you can't you can't cut that off you know it's not about spiting her it's not about you know trying to enact some kind of revenge you know it's somebody that you you went through a lot of stuff with and and so it's a good, you know, a good a good support person for you. Um, and if she, you know, can't respect that, especially because she caused the pain that you needed the support for, then then don't don't be with this person. There you go. There you go. You laid it out. Yeah, I got a little. I got a little I got a little confused with my train of thought there. I think you get the general idea. Yeah. I don't like your wife. I think you should leave. <laughs> That's fair. Uh and he would absolutely be within his rights to do it. But I don't know. I don't know. He still loves her. Still with her. Still it's fucked up, man. Still healing. And uh <laughs> I I wish I at least wish him and uh uh the wife who was cheated on the best. I hope, I hope, like, if I could write fanfic about this, uh, about this Reddit (laughs) question, it would, I, I ship, I ship the cheated on spouses. I ship them hard. Yeah, man. I do too. Let's start doing that as a side project. (laughs) Watch fan fictions uh, about our relationships questions. (laughs) That could be a good, uh, a good literature companion to the podcast. That'd be very good. Dude, I sh- I ship me M thirty eight M and other wife thirty six F so hard, man. I do thirty eight M and thirty six F. 
hashtag for for life. Imagine if imagine if they got together and it just ruled, like and it's just like the rest of their life just kicked ass. I'd be so that fucking slaps, dude. Be... That's that, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. Just like best outcome to something like this. Yeah, God, that would fucking kick so much ass. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet? Well, our previous spouses cheated on us with each other, and then we realized we liked each other, and so we told them to fuck off, and now we have a good relationship. God. (laughs) Fuck. That rules, man. That's like the coolest thing. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, bail on your fucking wife, and fuck this just being friendship. Go marry this other woman. That's the new RFTB official answer. (laughs) I'm into it. Next question. Yeah. GF passed out from an orgasm question mark. (laughs) Last night in the bedroom, my girlfriend had multiple orgasms via clitoral stimulation. And they were getting more intense each time until the point she was squirting, etc. I love that part. Squirting, etc. That's a great shop down in the strip mall. Squirting, (laughs) etc. However, during the last orgasm, she completely passed out when she climaxed. I was really worried as she went totally limp and wasn't responding for what seemed like forever. In reality, it was probably 10 or 15 seconds. When she came around, I explained to her what had happened, and she genuinely had no memory of even having the orgasm, let alone passing out. Is this normal, and has anyone else got experience with this happening? Question marks, question marks, thanks in advance. Smiley face. And that was posted by Maddie Blackout. Uh, fucking cool humble brag, bro. My <laughs> man, Maddie Blackout, out here squirting, etc. <laughs> you almost killed a woman by making her come so hard. <laughs> Damn. You humble bragging motherfucker. This is, this is a lot. Uh... I have I've never seen anything like it. I can't even approach this. I have. Whoa. Speak on preach. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I was just fucking so good. My my girlfriend passed <laughs> out, man. Sometimes dude, some guys like me and this guy, you just you fuck so well, man, <laughs> that that women they just, they can't handle it and their brains got to shut off. So deep <laughs> so deep put that ass to sleep. Isn't that the line? From that song? No, actual actual experience with this. Uh, I dated somebody for a while who had, like, a blood pressure issue. Oh, sure. And so, like, if sex, you know, got super vigorous, like, especially towards the end, you, you kind of stop paying attention to the signs that maybe you're getting dizzy, mm, you know, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're fucking about to come or, or, or getting there. And so there's a couple times that this, this happened. Um, and she kind of explained it to me and just was like, this, you know, do this, this, and this, if this happens. And I was like, okay, it's just, it's just kind of something that y- you got to deal with. Um, I, I mean, she, she was, I, I don't know the medical side of it at all. I was just like, uh, uh, like, as long as you're okay. And like, you've seen a doctor about this, yeah. you, you know how to handle it. She, she had dealt with this before. You know what I mean? This wasn't like right. completely out of the blue. Um, but so in, in, in this guy's case, if this is the first time this has happened, it could be like a breathing thing there too, right? Like, because 
you know, if th- if this guy's actually fucking going off like this and she's coming repeatedly, you know, I could see your breathing getting kind of fucked up, getting lightheaded mm-hmm. and, and just not realizing it because you're you're fucking, you know, nutting repeatedly. Um, but I, if this if this hasn't happened before, like, I feel like I feel like you should probably at least check in with a doctor on this. Yeah. Um. Like, I, like I, and again, I, don't, I have no fucking medical expertise. I'm just saying I've seen this happen before. It makes sense. And because it fucking sex is exercise to an extent, you know, I've, I've almost passed out of the gym a couple times. Sometimes you just get lightheaded. Yep. But you're like pushing real hard. So you don't, you don't realize it. I, that's, that's what this sounds like to me. And it just went kind of over the edge and she actually passed out. I, but I would, I would, I'd check in with a doctor about it. I got there, um, on a bicycle in city traffic one time. I was really pumping. Uh, oh, fuck. And I got to the point of almost passing out on a bicycle in city traffic. So I, like, pulled over and, like, sat down for a minute and was like, whoa. That could have been real. <laughs> that could have been a real cool story. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Oh, my God. If that's happened in, like, a dangerous situation. Yeah, it was wild. I had the bad one where I was trying to, I was trying to max out... <clears throat> on a, on a squat and like I had to do a few reps and was like determined to get this last one. And my vision blacked out while I was like squatting down <laughs> on the last one. And I were being like, Oh fuck. Like, okay. Luckily I had the movement that you'd been using the rack forever. So I'd like knew how to put the stuff back, but I had to like go lay down for a bit. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm like seeing stars and shit. Wild. Yeah. Breathing, breathing is fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you're getting intensely into something, you know, I, I this this kind of thing happens to me. Uh, I don't, I, so I don't, I don't think it's that unusual. But again, like I, she was out for that long to be and not responding and no memory to be on the safe side. Like I would definitely have her see a doctor about this. There you go. I uh, I get this uh, not from intense orgasms, but from brain freeze. Uh, if I, Interesting. there have been two times in my life and it's usually like when I'm a little dehydrated and I've been like kind of, kind of going all day. And then I finally get to have like an ice cold beverage with a straw. Right. So you're just yeah. sucking down the drink and then you get brain freeze real bad. First time it happened, uh, it was a, it was a delicious root beer and I was sipping, 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 started to feel lightheaded, passed out. <laughs> uh and then the second time it happened i was at the bar uh with my girlfriend at the time and uh i'd got like a you know an ice cold coca-cola in a glass and sipping 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 and i look at her say you know sometimes when i get brain freeze i pass out and i remember her going huh and then i was on the floor <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I wonder if that's not the brain freeze component. And do you ever do you ever remember there was a stupid dangerous copy pasta on 4chan back in the day that they called like a brain orgasm or something where like you squatted down and then like you blew on your thumb. There's some reflex you can make happen huh. uh with with and I could see that maybe happening with like the suction from a straw if you're you know particularly huh. cold like you're you're drinking this stuff pretty hard. That that could, it's some and somehow cuts off the oxygen uh, to your brain a little bit. Huh. 
and causes people to pass out. So they put it on 4chan, obviously, to fuck with people. Right. I did it when I was like 15 because I was 15. Right. And uh, I didn't fully pass out, but like I almost fucking passed out and I was like, Okay, not doing that again. That was why did I just why did I do something on 4chan? I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> you know, if you delete um, uh, System 32, it makes your uh, frame rate go up in Counter Strike. Oh shit, dude! That'll probably improve the podcast too. Let me do that right now. <laughs> but, but yeah, again, I'm not a I'm not a medical expert. I don't even remember the name of what that. It's either like a maneuver or like just an effect that happens with like pushing out air, but air not being able to go out. It just involved with breathing and all that. If you get, if you inadvertently do that, it can it can make you pass out, and that's that's what's it sounds like kind of happened here. That's fascinating. Um, a couple other people in the comments are saying they've been with people where this is like what I what I had. This person saying their partner had this. Uh, he explained what happened, and she just said, "Oh yeah, that happens sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I don't I don't think it's super rare. It's probably nothing to worry about. But, but again, like. Passing out for 10 to 15, that, that is that is like a serious yeah. thing. You should at least get checked out for that. Yep. I agree. Go to the doctor. Tell them. Uh, yeah, dude. Sometimes when I'm getting busy and it's real good, I just pass out for many seconds. Well, if you're if you're this guy, you got to go with her and be like, it's a doc, man. Shara's <laughs> giving her multiple <laughs> orgasms, right? And she was squirting, etc. And her brain just spazzed out from my fucking <laughs> cock power, doc. <laughs> gotta help us out fucking why am i so good at sex cock power (laughs) let's just type that in cockpower.com oh no loading oh that would be asian it's an asian website there's like a half naked girl and like a bunch of of asian text let's not click any of these yeah don't do that (laughs) Click one of those links, you might end up going to Asia, my dude. <laughs> yeah, I just click it, and then like a fucking van rolls up in front of the house and just like takes me. <laughs> just wake up and fucking Siam. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude! But then back back in time, so it is Siam. <laughs> but, but my fonts is fourteen inches long and rock hard constantly. <laughs> this is the start of an anime. This is that really fucking works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some fucking spam sex email, and the dude clicks the link, teleport <laughs> yeah. it back in time, but now he's got a, a five pound cock. Oh well, fucking it's pretty good. Let's write that as a series. Fucking do that. We're all right. We've we've got a lot of creative projects ahead of us from this episode. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> we truly, we truly did. We truly do. We truly do, dude. We truly do. All right, Maddie, blackout. <laughs> Good fuck. Congrats on the fucking sex, you absolute badass. What do we have next? Up next, we got eye contact during oral sex. I love it. My husband hates it. Ellipsis. I love eye contact while giving oral sex to my husband. I like to see the expressions on his face. I like to see his reactions. I love him very much. I admire him. So I like looking at him, uh, looking up at him. During oral sex. Unfortunately for me, he doesn't like it. He is very shy about it. It doesn't ruin his election, his erection. It does. Well, you know what ruins the election? Elizabeth Warren <laughs> lying about lying about some shit. Anyway, it doesn't ruin his erection, but he closes his eyes. We've talked about it. I understand it's not 
his thing, so I try not to force it, though sometimes it just happens on its own. What are your experiences with eye contact posted by <laughs> pregnant frustration? <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely not a throwaway. This has been used for for, for some multiple questions, I assume. Yeah, here we go. Oh, yep. Yep. A lot of frustration about pregnancy. Huh. How about that? Um I I like the eye contact. I'm I'm a big proponent of it. I'm a fan. Um, sometimes, you know, if you're with somebody for the first time or something, or you haven't really, you don't know each other too well or, or haven't built the trust, I'm not so much into it. I mean, I still, I still just am sometimes, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I get kind of being like, okay, like it's a little, it's a little much sometimes. Uh, but in general, I'm, I'm, I'm super into this and, uh, I don't really have like a time limit on it. You know, I, I don't get to a point where I get uncomfortable. Okay. I, I'll just f- fucking, if you're, if you're looking, I'll make the eye contact for a fucking while if they're into it. I'm going to yeah, propose. It's all good. I'm going to propose some durations and you tell me when it gets uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. Hit me. Five seconds. Good. 10 seconds. Good. 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, fantastic, man! <laughs> Big fan of just no like... more than no more than forty-five. Once that clock rolls over, you know, after the third fifteen-minute uh, section, then I'm done. Then you're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. If I I can do it, and then like event, you know, you get distracted or something, you look, but I don't hit like a point of uncomfortableness. Typically. Sure, sure. Right. I'm not saying like I'm just locked in the entire fucking time. Right. Uh. But yeah, not something that bothers me, and would, as far as to say, something that I quite like. I uh, I like it in a dom situation. I like it when uh, my partner wants me to be dominant with them, and uh, I'm like, you fucking look at me while you do this. But I yeah. do. Yeah, you fucking look up. You like, hold on, let me let me push my gut in a little bit. Yep, you just look up. <laughs> just take a look. What's going on up here? Uh. <laughs> My other favorite move, uh, when someone's going down on you, uh, <laughs> next time this happens for you, Donovan, the next time someone's going down on you, um, tell them to say they love you while they're, while, while you got it, while it's in their mouth, <laughs> tell them to say, I love you. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. That. So they're going down and it's like, yeah, you fucking say you love me. And then they, they go to pull. They go to pull the dick out of their mouth, and you go, no, 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 no. No, no, no. You say you love me. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it's, it's both, like, it's kind of, like, hot and dominant, but also just a good bit at the same time. <laughs> right, <point>. yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know me. I, I feel you on, a, especially the eye contact when I'm being dominant, but also just, like, Regular, regular, you know, regular sex, especially like, uh, especially get it like receiving oral eye contact. That's super fucking hot, dude. Yeah. It's like, damn, this hot ass person is sucking on my dick. That's fucking awesome. And they're just like looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, we're having a fucking moment right now. (laughs) My genitals are in their mouth and it's like (laughs) we're engaging as Whoa! <laughs> like it's, yeah, I agree. That is fucking awesome. So I, 
I think I think we're on the same page with it. This person clearly is too. But I but I get it too. Some people, you know, some people aren't into that. Some people just don't like eye contact in general. True. You know, True. I'm I'm a little bit like that uh, in certain times. Um, so, so you know, I think you're you understand it's not thing you're not his thing. You're not trying to force it, and you've talked about it. So I think I think that's good. You know, you're not trying to be overly pushy on him. You know, you've kind of explained that you like it, and he's explained that he he doesn't so much. So you could power you, know, you maybe, could power bottom this man. You could make him make eye contact with you. So you fucking look at me while I suck your dick. Ooh, that that could be good. That could be hot. Because then he's got to overcome it. Like I like the idea of there being like challenges and limitations that a person overcomes in the narrative arc. Of the blowjob, yeah, or in, and sex in general, yeah, can because that can also be like just a hot and kind of like bonding experience is working through something like that in the context of sex because it's a vulnerability thing a lot of the time, you know, mm-hmm. making the eye contact, you know, when you're when you're fucking uh, what's the having conniptions about the uh, sure. about getting your, your pee pee chomped on. You know, because because it's a weird. We've talked about this before. It's a weird fucking sweaty angle. Yeah. You know, you're you're making noises and stuff. It's 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 very intimate, obviously. Yeah. And so, while understandable that that's not everybody's thing, if maybe you could kind of explain it to him that way, and if he could, you know, reciprocate a little bit by by trying on it and being vulnerable for you, if you can pull that off successfully, I think that's like a really that's a, that's a very good thing between two people if you can if you can you know come to terms with being vulnerable like that in a way that previously you know made him uncomfortable hell yeah um, but again like like she said you can't you can't force it so did i ever tell you about the college humor bit uh where so these this couple like they're getting all hot and heavy they're in the bed and uh he goes like do you want to do you want to go down on me he's like are you kidding me? Like we've only been on three dates and you want me to suck your dick. And she goes into this long diatribe about how intimate it is to, to have oral sex. <laughs> She's like, you're, you're very true. Your penis is in, in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's inside. Wait, I... It's inside of the thing that I use to say, I love you to my mother. <laughs> were we were we talking about this yet? I, this might have been a thought I had when I was falling asleep last night, which is a weird coincidence. <laughs> but the phrase "coming in somebody's head" instead of "coming in somebody's mouth" came into my came into my mind. And I was like, "Gee, I mean, it's it's accurate. That's what it is. It's what it is. Oh, <laughs> it's inside coming their head. In some, inside their skull. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man, like." It's technically right, but like, <laughs> I was crack. I think it was just me thinking about this. I think this so. Because I, I was, so. cr- I was cracking myself up. I like thought that thought came up somehow, and I was like, oh, it, it, it actually makes sense. What the fuck? It's fucking <laughs> wild. Nut in your head. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh baby, make me nut in your skull. <laughs> There's a Patton Oswalt bit where he's like. um He's talking about having, he described it as uh, sex on a burning Viking ship. Like that kind of like wild, passionate sex. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, 
the next morning he's with her and she's and he's like uh do you think we should go get some plan b and she goes yes i think you should get some plan b you came in my brain oh it's funny i love telling other comedians bits makes me seem way funnier than i am (laughs) high quality quality well folks uh i hope that you have experienced this podcast is very high quality because i had a fucking great time making it this was a lot of fun hey too Good, uh, good times. I'm still, I'm still going to be talking about coming and coming in heads for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Hopefully don't fuck up my sex life with that one. <laughs> it's possible. I, I can see you saying that at exactly the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, Hey, the, uh, the clip clip show. That's right. Yes. Anniversary. I was just about to say. We are about to come up on our 100th episode. This is the 91st episode of Radio Free Topag, and I am so proud and excited. Um, for the 100th episode, what we want to do is put together a clip show. So if you have, like, a favorite moment, like something that really sticks out to you that you want to see featured in the clip show, uh, get at us at RadioFreeTopeBag at gmail.com. Uh, if you could tell us the episode number, and if you're feeling super ambitious, you can give us uh, like a timestamp, or if you just, right. or if you could just like hit us up and be like, "Oh, that one time you talked about eating ass." Yeah, just in general details, you can message us on Instagram too, Instagram.com/slash/RadioFreeToadBag, or just or, uh, on, message us or the question you know, box directly if you know us. Just give us the oh, yeah, box. fucking question box, perfect too. Whatever you want to do. So yeah, just hit us up. Uh, that's I, I'm. It's just gonna take a little bit of the load off me. Fucking listening to ninety one hours of this show, uh, or ninety nine <laughs> by the time I produce the episode. Uh, uh. So yeah, if you if you if there's anything you want to see in the show, just let us know, and uh, we'll make sure we'll make sure it's in there. Uh, yeah, songs, particular questions. Uh, Arthur's drunken rant on the Halloween episode. <laughs> One of the many drunken rants on the Halloween episode. Whatever you love and remember, let us know. It's pretty funny. Uh, well, folks, thanks for thanks for listening. And uh, this, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, folks. Went on a big date, and uh, I'm still wearing my very adult sweater. It's uh, it's almost <laughs> two in the morning. I haven't changed out of it. I feel powerful in this. This is my fucking power garment. I didn't realize it. It's sweaters. It's just like a light sweater with a V-neck, and I feel like a fucking god. <laughs> I've got my fucking big-ass kicking boots, and you got your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, though, man. Yeah. Big sweater energy. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go to bed. I got to go to bed so I can go to work. I uh, I love you. Thanks, bye. Mwah!